0: What's up, guys? Art Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is oh. Dave Vicious along with Justin Total Package, The Nature Boy Joe, and Uncle Cuz bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you today's topic. Whatever Happened to John Tenta. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Here's our Heart Radio Podcast. Or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, if you can still hear me, give us a follow on Instagram at owb 2018 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. You will fall
1: I, to my devastation!
0: What I will Perfect. tell you is that I I have been a John Tenta fan well after John Tenta has passed. When I realized what John Tenta was getting, I know we're going to get into it, but... I am really excited to do this EP tonight. Um, I, I've been looking forward to this for a while. I'm glad just finally brought it up. Uh, Jess, uh, and it by
1: the way, great? when I wrote this, so this is I wrote this script a little bit longer than a normal "What Happened to?" Because my my "What Happened to"s are like sub legacies. My my whole I, first of all, I've broken this rule a million times, and I say this all the time. My legacy rule is you, have to, you have, have to have a one, you have to want a world title. But yet, I did a Paul Orndorff episode and a Rick Rude episode, and we did a couple other ones. Uh, you know that well-deserved well well-deserved well well-deserved so but uh, you know i'm not gonna do a legacy on john tenta however this one almost turned into it because i purposely left to dave's point i purposely left um what a fucking amazing accomplished amateur wrestler he was and this fucking legit sumo wrestler yeah and he's yeah. john sumo tenta would fuck your shit up if you if you cross him the wrong way and you know you hear a lot of stuff you know you hear the haku stories and rightfully so, and you hear a lot of other people's stories, rightfully so, Bob Holly was tough, you know, all that stuff, but like you hear, John Tenta would, would fuck you up. You know, yeah, brother, they gave um, me Tenta after he came back from the UFC, brother. Like, oh, brother, oh no. right when he came that's back that's from, that's that's from true wrestling, true. they gave me John Tenta. Yeah, I didn't know
2: you
0: were here. Diaper. Oh, that's right. Pride that's fighting, brother. Yeah, oh, shit, brother. I had, I, wrong, a, I had to wrestle in a diaper, brother, and I said, yeah. is a brother. Oh, brother, I thought
1: it was John Tenta.
2: I was <laughs> wrestling in a diaper. I did shit myself. But <laughs> it wasn't real. It wasn't real. I didn't actually shit myself.
0: It was. It was. It was. It was a work poo. <laughs> <laughs> it was daughter, a shoot poo. It was shit. A shoot, a work shit. A work shoot poo. I worked myself into a shoot, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, okay, okay, a work, jump, brother. we really got to jump in. John Tenta. Like, we, and, and I, I know Jess is going like to play our music and show him. the picture, but. John Tenta, we all know him as Earthquake, but we'll get into the earthquake sub, uh, soon enough. He was born in Surrey, British Columbia, believe it or not, uh, named after oh, his really. father. He was a large uh, baby, weighing eleven pounds three ounces at birth. I thought he'd be bigger. And uh, so, Goo Goo professional- Gaga. Right. <laughs> <Like, wait. laughs> inspired by professional, he would just tell genes. his
1: parents. So he's like, "I shit my pants," <laughs> like, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" And they run in there and change real quick. Like, actually, that actually, fuck. sounds like Earthquake right, a little bit. Right. Right.
0: Uh, inspired by professional wrestler Gene Kanitsky and uh, Don Leo Jonathan, oh, Tenta decided to pursue wrestling at age six. He learned freestyle wrestling at North Surrey Secondary, becoming a Canadian junior champion in 1981. Man, we're just we're barely you know we're barely out of diapers at that point.
1: Shortly after his
0: 18th birthday, he finished his sixth uh, finished sixth in the super heavyweight category at the World Junior Wrestling Championships in Vancouver. Tenta won an athletic scholarship to Louisiana State University, where he competed in NCAA-level collegiate wrestling.
1: Um, he was a big boy. like He was yeah. a fucking legit collegiate wrestler. That's fucking insane. It's awesome. Don't make uh, me mad.
0: At LSU, he was nicknamed <laughs> Big John Tenta, lettering on the Tiger varsity team and participating on the football team there as well. Tenta subsequently walked onto the LSU football team, where he participated as a defensive tackle and a few junior varsity contests. In 85, Tenta moved to Japan to pursue a wrestling career for sumo after being recruited by a former Yokozuna who met Tenta on a trip to Vancouver. Cuz, what does Yokozuna mean? That is the uh, Grandmaster Sumo Wrestler. and Champion. There you go. And you're all over the dictionaries today. Way to go. Beginning (laughs) the sport at age 22, he entered nearly seven years later uh, Than many non uh, college aspirants es- of, th- of the sport. The combination of his size, he already weighed 423 pounds at a height of six foot five points. So almost six foot six.
1: Almost six six, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And training wow. as a wrestler were, were his advantage, and he was learning and advancing into oh, the yes, sport dude. quite quickly. Uh, the novice uh, won all 24 bouts in his eight month active career, was later renamed, I'm going to mess this up, uh, Koto yes. Go on. Toshimitsu. Surname okay. <laughs> meaning heavily mountain harp. Really heavily mountain harp. Oh, they must have been able yeah. to sing. Like, that's Japanese so, are so, po- they're so poetic. So poetic. And nice.
1: Like, all of their, all of their nicknames mean something or whatever. And it's like, he's called Senna <laughs> And they're like, what does that mean? Heavenly mountain harp. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> oh, so that's sweet. Awesome. Oh, that's like, wow. that,
2: that sounds beautiful.
1: Not, not American language, we just will nickname him like, uh,
2: it's no, it's a big gap. Beautiful mountain harp. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mean American guy. were so
1: late. The bad guy. And America were like, Big John Tenta, like we're yeah. so fucking creative here. Yeah, Big John, good boy, motherfucker. Like we're like, okay, like it's like, yeah. it's, it's, oh, it's, a like it's like it's like Vader.
2: It's like Vader's thing. He's like he's like he's like I'm just a I'm just a big fat piece of shit. Yeah, I'm just, just yeah, a fat, fat piece. of what like, like, no, 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 I'm a big, big beautiful mountain. Shit. Wow. <laughs> but in Japan, it's, beautiful it's beautiful like mountain. heavenly
1: mountain winds blowing through the field, and we're like, oh, that's so nice. But in America, it's like big cocksuck. Anyway, go on. Like it's ridiculous. Like.
0: The novelty of being a rare Westerner Rikishi in the mid 1980s and the third ever Caucasian garnered him even more coverage, and he earned the additional nickname of the Canadian Comet. That's also pretty awesome. That is actually uh, pretty badass. The, the Canadian Comet. We should have named Still it better that than year. any American. Yeah, it's better dope. than Earthquake. Yeah. Come on. Um, despite doing well as a newcomer, he soon quit the sport due to the difficulty of the sumo lifestyle and the toll of the hard ring surface was taking on his body. Way harder than a wrestling ring, by the way. Uh, and I cut out a that. little
1: uh, little quote here, too. He did an interview about his sumo days or whatever. And he said, like, uh, I've played football. I've played all these other sports. Sumo is the worst on your body. Like, because really? you're, you're... You tired. know, that
2: some of the articles indicate that perhaps the Japanese thought you might be a little soft for giving up and, and quitting the sport at, the, at this time. Well, uh... Some people criticized me, but a lot of the Japanese press was also on my side. The system isn't run. I don't feel it's run very well. Uh, a lot of other people feel it's not run well. What was the good side of Sumo? I mean, was there any good side of this sport for you? Well, uh, I, I, I don't regret going. I had a good time. I have become well known in Japan. Uh, I enjoyed myself. And now it's opened doors for other opportunities. Well, what will you be doing? What does a retired sumo wrestler <laughs> do? Well, this one plans on going into professional wrestling back in yeah. Japan. No, yeah. interesting. Um, I would have thought. Oh, I would have thought that.
0: Yeah, it kind of it kind of makes sense when you think about four hundred pounds on four hundred pounds. I keep I keep thinking of the Big E reference. Just
1: and just just slapping beats. I, I, I also always cut this out meats. so I could be smarter sounding than you guys. Uh, oh. so remember that <laughs> it's my it's I'm my really smart. This, just so you know, the advantage I have to uh, you know that I write these episodes. Uh, so remember he had the tiger uh tattoo on his arm. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. So that was frowned upon in Japan. So if you go back and look at any photos of him, which I'll post one. now, um, he it's had covered. an ace bandage covering that tattoo. So he had that tiger tattoo from a young age. And uh, not a baby. He's all cuckoo gaga and he's, he's a little tiger. Like, <laughs> uh, but he got it like in his, like when he Six was 18, 19, somewhere around then. So when he went to Japan, they made him cover that up. And if he graduated and went to the professional, like grand sumo, like Hall, he they would have made him take it off via skin graft. Because wow. only gangsters and mobsters wow. in Japan wore animals as tattoos on them. So they, they made him cover it up Four because tattoos, they're yeah. like, that, that symbolizes gangster behavior and it's not what we want. You're part
2: of the so. Yakuza.
1: Yeah, so when you're a part of, like, the Japanese, it's clean, and they don't want any kind of markings on your body and all that stuff, so they wanted that, and and animals on your body represented Japanese mobsters and gangsters, so they didn't want that. So he had to cover it up, and if he he ever did, you know, not get out, Dave said that he got out here, but if he ever wanted to be an actual pro-sumo wrestler and Mm -hmm. fucking retire and do his whole career there, he had to skin graft it off his body. They would have made him do that, yeah.
0: Well, there you go. After joining All Japan Pro Wrestling in 1987, he signed with the WWF mm-hmm. in 1989. <laughs> not, the, not the actor from Bloodsport. All Sport, the greatest you
1: know. wrestlers in Japan, go to Japan. <laughs> and then they go Get to WWE. The the that that <clears throat> and then they go yeah. to WWE and do some shit. Yep.
0: Not the actor from Bloodsport, but John Tenta, we're still talking about. In his first match after signing on, a dark match in September of 89, he portrayed, again, not the actor, uh, but Tenta portrayed a lumberjack character named Earthquake Evans. That was billed as being from the Northern Yukon Territory, which was probably kind of true. He was managed by Slick and he defeated
1: Paul Roma. That's kind of cool. That's so, on YouTube somewhere if you find it.
2: Um, accompanied by his manager, do the Doctor of Style so Slick, so slick. Hey, weighing in out, at 420 pounds and heading from the die die Northern so bro, Yukon Territory, so here so is like Earthquake Evan. A so, bro,
0: I die so bro, and you never get.
1: Before he was Earthquake. He was John Tenta, the lumberjack expert, and uh, he beat, <laughs> he uh, was Roman.
0: Earthquake. And Evans. he was managed
1: by Slick, which he never was in, on the on-screen shit.
0: Earthquake Evans. <laughs> yeah, was, lumberjack
2: character. I'm a job soul, bro. Yeah, he was a job soul, bro, he, and he, I never get always in the new uh, Yukon
1: to your friend. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we're gonna yeah, get into it, though, but he he, he, uh,
0: he transferred to Jimmy Hart, right? Like Jimmy Hart ended up managing later. I
1: thought. Yeah, you'll read it right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So when he made his uh, WW television, not Jimmy Hart, but Tenta on the November 11th of 89 edition of WWF Superstars of Wrestling, he was planted in the audience as a normal spectator at the taping held in Wheeling, West Virginia. During an in-ring interview with Gene Oakland, Dino Bravo challenged the ultimate warrior to a strength competition. In order to demonstrate, Bravo and manager Jimmy Hart suggested they pick a random audience member to come into the ring And sit on the backs of Bravo and the Ultimate Warrior as they did push-ups to see who could do the most. The Warrior, of course, agreed because you know he doesn't think things through. I agree. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) could go
2: wrong.
0: And I have agreed to this. (laughs) Out, my warriors! My warriors were killed. Out,
1: fine. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb Um, shit. Still not going to show up to
0: SummerSlam. And that's what, that's what came down as John from West Virginia proceeded to sit on Bravo's back as he did a set of push-ups. During the Warriors' set, the plumber No, it could go back. wrong. He <laughs> a you know, seated senton, and that was adapted to be his signature move. So he did the seated senton for the first yeah, time he. the Warriors' back. So he
1: got on the Warriors' back or whatever, and he looked at uh, Jimmy Hart and Dina Bravo, and they all winked, and he said, ha-ha! It, and he it, sat it, down <laughs> back, yeah. Yeah, oh, baby, sit it, on it baby. it,
0: baby.
1: Yeah, yeah senton, that's going to be your future finisher, baby. Yeah. He is up there. Okay,
0: Ultimate Warrior. What? What's this? He just gave it. Hey, the- wait a minute! Whoa!
1: Bravo! following oh, through an elbow. See, I told you, McMahon, that he couldn't push up that big John in there. He didn't have a chance.
0: Yes, he did. He set his weight on him, and the Warrior collapsed. Look at this! Bravo! And this belt of a man down across the chest. Hey, this guy learned how to wrestle pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, Bravo and Tenta then beat and unleashed multiple big splashes on the prone warrior. Well, Both maybe. then celebrated as Tenta was inaugurated into the WWF as a heel with Hart as his manager. I knew it. Tenta, <laughs> Tenta was pushed as the Canadian Earthquake in by WrestleMania 6. He was just simply Earthquake. An unstoppable monster heel who often set his opponents out to a stretcher after repeatedly hitting them with his sit down splash. Brother. His biggest feud would come in May of 1990 when Earthquake snuck up on Hogan. I love this story. During a segment of the Brother Love Show, I Love You, and repeatedly crushed Hogan's ribs uh, with the Earthquake splash. Eventually, Hogan recovered and gained revenge on Earthquake, starting with a count out victory in SummerSlam of 1990. We got to so stop. There I mean, really listen, quick, okay. Though. So
1: I have always had a huge. problem with the fact that I feel that the Warriors' first challenger should have been Earthquake. That's because yeah. I feel that if you want to really put stock behind your champion and all that stuff, like he should get that. And unfortunately, uh, they fed him to Hogan, and it was that like, doesn't work uh, for me, brother. Like, I think you should yeah, feed it, it, it really sucked. And by the they, way, he sat they, on the they Warrior's back, and the they, Warrior they kind of screwed Warrior. Well, yeah, about. he sat on. We just talked about how he debuted, and he sat on the Warrior's yeah. back. That should be the revenge right there. That but been, instead, yep. they saved him for Hogan. Ah, brother, politics, brother. Potato well, tomato. tomato, tomato. Yeah, I don't know. Potato Jeff, Jeff, potato. Jeff, Jeff yeah, yeah potato potato. John Cena met me at a Doesn't
0: bar once. And he listen, said
1: I have that. my issues well, with well, the Ultra Warrior, and I was a total Hogan fan. However, we did a missed opportunities Warriors title run. And Plus, I said, you know what? They fucked it up from the start. Like they fucked it up. You don't your world champion should get your fresh baby or your fresh heel, not fucking Hulk Hogan. Like who you yeah. just beat for the title? Like Hogan could have fought anybody, and it would have been Hulk Hogan, and it would have worked. But you you fed the Warrior a nice fresh Earthquake challenger. Ooh, like you know that that's man, ooh, awesome. Intriguing. And, by, and by the
0: way, um, I well I, especially because I, like, I feel like we should talk about this just a little bit. Wasn't this where y'all rode into Hogan and made sure he got better? And you yes,
1: know, like- we got wristbands and shit. Yeah, th- um, it was a so. Big I'm not deal. saying that. I'm not saying that the campaign didn't do its job, and it wasn't. You know, <laughs> but it, everybody it, it remembers it, it Hogan have been writing
0: into Warrior, yeah. not I remember the retirement video. They ultimately,
2: ultimately, it just shows that they they didn't, they didn't trust had, Warrior. They didn't trust him. And uh, and if you if you look at like uh, if you listen to some of Bruce's podcasts and you look at some of the some some of the like the the stats on it is that when Hogan went away and Warrior was like top of the card on like house shows. They were they were down like 40 percent
1: well, because they didn't because they didn't uh, introduce earthquake like yeah in other exactly. words like warrior the mainly part of warriors house shows when he went out and I know we're going way off the base here but the main <laughs> warrior was just teaming <laughs> with the legion of doom to face True. demolition in the six man tags it was it's not what you should be doing enough. with your world heavyweight champion and I get Agreed. the road warrior should be draw the warrior should draw but draws are based off who you give them like and, and yeah. what storylines you do so if you had a unique feud. By the way, someone that Hogan hadn't slammed and beaten already, like you got to let the Warrior achieve that, right? Like Hogan would yeah, slam Andre and Bundy. He was
0: wrestling Andre everywhere, yeah. but Andre was already defeated. You know, so yeah, and yeah.
1: Hogan would slam Bundy and the One Man right, Gang and all that stuff him. everywhere. So give the Warrior a big guy that normally you would feed to Hogan when Hogan was champion, like, and let the Warrior slam just him, just him saying, first. Just let saying. the it's Warrior beat him first. a little, it's a little first. selfish. A little Fair selfish. enough. And I'm, you're enough, making uh, me defend the Warrior, and I hate that. But uh, I'm just being honest. We, were, we went down this I, road. I also Brother, hate defending the Warrior. Brother, talk more about me in this episode, not him. So, so you're you're I, trying to figure out it. you're trying to figure out the path of the Ultimate Warrior after you have him beat Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania Six. Name. After you have him beat the biggest name in wrestling history, WrestleMania Six, you should probably figure that out before. You should probably know what you're going to do with the Warrior before, like that, yeah. like uh, before great. you yeah, have really you before you booked it. Is Hogan, be, is War going to be Hogan? Yes. Okay. Who's going to be his opponent? Instead. They're like, all right, he beat Hulk. That's cool. Who's going to be his opponent? I don't know. Rude. Well, Rude is already uh, his opponent before. Eh, we'll do it again. Oh, great. Like, and then he doesn't well, get when, over Wait a minute. And, and then on top of it, like, interested. when's
2: Hogan come back? Hogan come back at WrestleMania or at SummerSlam? Oh, well, fuck. Well, yeah. maybe we'll, just, we'll give uh, him the brand new heel. Uh, we'll just, we'll just work that in. Like, ah, uh, let's we'll get. Yeah, we'll do well, this. What Hogan. heel are you
1: talking about? Oh, the one that sat on warriors back in the Warriors should get the revenge on? No, no, no. Fuck that. We're gonna uh, make him a uh, Hogan. Oh god, okay, it's fucking ridiculous. Yes, brother, so, I just do what I'm told, bro. Anyway, that, I'm gonna vomit because I've defended the yeah. warrior enough. Like, is <laughs> laughing. Well, the next like, year yeah. they move we'll yeah. forward. <laughs> we'll move forward. On
0: April 1st of 1991, brother. WWF held a joint show in Kobe with a Japanese promotion Super World of Sports called SWS Wrestling. Earthquake <laughs> appeared to face uh Katao. In a battle of two former sumo wrestlers, that's pretty cool. Kateo and Tenta broke kayfabe by being uncooperative with each other. The match ended when uh, Kateo was disqualified for kicking the referee. After the match, Kateo immediately grabbed the microphone and began telling the audience that wrestling is fake and that Tenta never really could beat him as other Japanese wrestlers attempted to restrain him. The incident led to Kateo being fired from SWS. John actually was willing to do business he would have I'm sure John would have done anything that was asked of him to do When Katow was asked to do business. He balked at it and was like well I could kill this guy in real life and John took exception to that saying, if you want to go out there and shoot we can go out there and shoot I think when they got in the ring Katow tried a little bit tried Tenta a little bit and realize that, hey, if you want to go out there and shoot, you're going to lose, motherfucker. Yeah, was like, shooting This This is the wrestling getting real I was talking about. This is the moment in the beginning. And yeah. Tenta gets noticeably really upset. He's pissed off. Like, you, like, really, you see his face. Do you face,
1: really yeah. want to go? Do you really want to go? He, I think <laughs> he was saying that audibly. You saw him going, you yeah. want to do this? Like, and he was yelling, really You Do you want to fucking do this? Yeah. You like, really Can you fight? actually see that in the video? Yeah. Oh, it's really yeah. good. It's, He's it's like really, yelling at him. He's like, No, shit. yeah, they didn't cut yeah. it. He's like, Did you want to do this? And he got pissed off. You saw Tenta's face was like, Pissed off, like, and, and then by what, the way, and this and bitch, tries to that like bitch, ends, ends up going on the outside of the ring and fucking going wrestling's fake. And I'm like, we'll get back in there and talk yeah, to Tenta. Like, Tenta. like of this was not wrestling. Tenta's fault, by the way. This was not Tenta. Not fault. at all.
2: Well, and, no, and, I mean, like, they're they're not uncooperative until they they feel like they're gonna get fucked.
1: They're getting threatened. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but that's like,
0: the whole point. Like, like Tenta was totally willing to work the match that was supposed to be worked, but Kateo yeah. was not. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's
2: one thing about working the match. There's another thing about like being embarrassed. Or right. yes, looking looking like shit, yeah, or or making the industry look like shit,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: you know, which like is what, which is what kateo did, you know, that's yeah, why it was, exactly. That's why, it, that's why it was. So, so it's why
2: yeah. So why Tenta was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that.
0: Yep, piss off all all day long. So yeah, after uh after WrestleMania seven, Earthquake instigated a feud with Jake the Snake Roberts. When their match uh, that aired on WWF Superstars of Wrestling, he squashed Damien. I forgot about this with Weak- the earthquake <laughs> splashes. <laughs> Weak- Snake Earth- Earth- I was T- going to Earth- save
1: this for the end, but look at all the big feuds he's in. He it's fucking sits awesome. on the warrior. Yeah. He's feuding with Hogan. He kills Damien. Yeah. Damian! He tied tie like, up God, Roberts yeah. on the roast before going monster. on his rampage.
0: Yeah. And, and monster. Dam- he's, a monster. Yeah, he's just wa- he's <laughs> watching Damien get squashed. Monster. And then later.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. And he
0: got
2: off him real quick too. Oh, I God. don't believe it! Look at Jake. Ooh, how do you like that, Jake the Snake? What things going there, really or what?
0: Later, ninety-one, Earthquake formed a tag team with Typhoon called the Natural Disasters, managed by Jimmy Hart. And uh, uh, you love natural disasters,
1: nat- oh, do you not? Oh yeah, no, that's childhood. Right? Yeah, not damn brilliant! They're, fucking cool. Lo- they're yeah, yeah, fucking cool. I natural disasters. they were actually so like—I
2: mean, even at the time, it was like. It
0: just made uh, sense. It made it sense, obviously, but sense. like yeah, exactly. you're like, oh, it's good, and, and, good tag and Tug, team. Like, tugboat, tugboat was terrible, but you know. By the way, so was Shockmaster. So this uh, worked out.
2: He wasn't tugboat. He was Typhoon, yep. and as Typhoon, he was he was outstanding. Dave,
0: <laughs> calm Typhoon's down. Typhoons take out tugboats. You know. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a really good point. Oh pause, shit!
2: Pause.
0: Did you hear that? Did
1: you hear that? Holy shit! I didn't even think about brilliance? that. That's wow.
0: <laughs> Initially, a Hill tag team, not The Rock, but, uh, you know, the Natural Disasters. The duo feuded with the Legion of Doom over the WWF World Tag Team Championships, but were unsuccessful. Later, the Disasters turned face when Jimmy Hart betrayed them and joined forces with Money, Inc., another great tag team. A team composed of Erwin R. Scheister is actually, and Ted yeah, DiBiase. Yeah, Money, Inc. had just Amazing. won the tag titles from the Legion of Doom. Although Earthquake and Typhoon eventually won the tag titles... It wasn't long before Money Inc regained the belts. That's what's awesome. People forget that um, Tenta was a World Tag Team Champion sometimes, and uh, that's I, I've always kind of enjoyed that. Uh, Tenta then left the WWF in January of '93 after losing via countout to Bam Bam Bigelow. He returned in January of '94 when he assisted Bret Hart in a match with Shawn Michaels by countering Diesel's interference. There, he I didn't, didn't even engage- know that.
1: I don't even remember that. <laughs> he yeah, I didn't engage. I mean, I remember sure. him back at that time. was so random now. Oh, we do remember this. to Yokozuna. So which, by get the way, the WWE yes, Yokozuna did not
0: Michaels. know how to sumo wrestle at all, um, and that's that's kind of when the early days of tenta sumo re- training were also revealed.
1: There. Yeah, I, I just remember when he came back in '94. I remember that he challenged Yokozuna, Yokozuna yeah, I to a sumo wrestling match because, like, I I used to wrestle like in sumo or whatever, so I remember that match like on Raw. Yeah. He yeah. fought Yokozuna in a sumo match.
0: Um, Earthquake was scheduled to face Owen Hart in a King of the Ring qualifying match. However, footage of Yokozuna hitting a bonsai drop at a house show was televised before that qualifying match to explain his absence, in which Doink the Clown was a replacement. Uh, He, not Doink, uh, Tenta disappeared from WWF again thereafter and returned to Japan for war. Personal financial difficulties led Tenta to contact the World Championship Wrestling. Hulk Hogan, a longtime friend, because right. he, he put me over, brother, lobbied to have Tenta come in. And so Tenta right. left the WWF to join WCW. Yeah, brother, come on over. Tenta was introduced as Avalanche. And when feud with Sting and Randy Savage in '95, classic WCW, they just can't get away from it. Um, he would be renamed the Shark later in the year and be part of Kevin Holy Sullivan's shit. Dungeon Doom faction. The greatest Shark. wrestling faction of all time. Just read it, Dave. I market. forgot that. Like, <laughs> God damn it! Like the worst. I wrote we that had pause there. right Yeah, that, pause, was, like, pause, I, pause, that was pause, so pause,
2: pause, pause. That's yeah. so fucking embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> like, how embarrassing is that? Like, I mean, like, am I the only one that thinks? That, big, that, like, no, they they are it are is embarrassing, but I think game. at
1: that point, like, if you're in financial I mean, trouble, at that point, I mean, it's just flat out like, how much you're gonna
2: pay me? That's got to suck, right? That's suck.
1: wrong? Once you're fed to Hogan, where do you
0: go? I mean, where do you go from there? You know,
1: you go to, yeah, but you go to the, the next company like... that Hogan's at and get fed yeah. to him again. Yeah, well, he's
0: fed to him again. But like, Recycle, what? reuse, brother. reuse. Brothers. It's fine, Hogan. Jack. Yeah. Do it again. Recycle. Uh, he, not Hogan, but Tenta, left the Dungeon of Doom in 96 and wrestled under his real name. After delivering a promo about the many other names and gimmicks he'd been forced into <laughs> in the past, that was the same. He cut I'm the so same weird.
1: promo that Joe just cut right now. He's like, "What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah, Why? Man, like, I'm not the shark. Why?
0: I'm not a fish. Why? I'm, I'm not an sh- avalanche. I, I am a man- sumo
1: championship." What's
0: right funny far. is he, he, he can never say that I'm not earthquake because then they would have sued him. Well, shark, I got to tell you this. You take a look at what Big Bubba did to you. That's hold got- on a second. What? I'm not the shark i'm not a fish i'm not an avalanche i'm a man john
2: tanta a 500 pound man i'm gonna hurt the man that did this to me and then i'm gonna shave the head of the giant and he'll feel the embarrassment
0: i felt Um. yeah Senta left WCW and resurfaced in the WWF on the May 25th, 1998 episode of Raw is War under the name Golga.
1: There you go. You wrestled under
0: a mask. Oh, as one I of the forgot about that. Holy it was the shit, fucking oddities. Like, were over. I,
1: the oddities were over. I don't yeah, care. they, what they were. It they were says. If you go back and watch any fault, entrance dude, for the oddities, it's dude, that crowd goes like, insane the, every time. I, I, I don't know
2: if the oddities were over, but like definitely, like like insane clown posse was over. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, dude, they were like they Yeah, they were I part of them there. Yeah.
2: I mean, that was the that was the interest music. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's 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 another example
1: of like of like
2: entrance music. And fucking, that's a underrated song, actually. I do like that song. Oh my yeah, god, exactly. it is. you know,
1: just being they did cool stuff for WCW In St. Cloud Posse, too. Yeah, yeah. I take think it. we have that one, have of, that of, the song, take one it. of the
2: uh, don't we have that in one of the uh, the archives of us, uh, as like as like uh, factions?
1: I think it was our forgotten faction to audit, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it's in there, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Go back and check it out,
1: go check
2: that out, fans,
1: bitches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, the gimmick was given to Tenta because he had actually lost a considerable amount of weight, so much that the WWF thought they wouldn't be believable for Tenta to reprise the earthquake gimmick uh, with the weight loss that he had yeah, he worked had, out. Uh, you know, you taken care of. Uh, he would still leave WWF in, in 1999. He returned to All Japan Pro Wrestling in November of 2000. All the greatest wrestlers returned to Japan Pro <laughs> Wrestling after they did. The WF. All, all the greatest up. wrestlers and go he, back and but, forth
1: between Japan and WWF. Yeah, he, he,
0: he ended his career in 03. Uh, Tenta retired in 04 after it was revealed that he had developed bladder cancer. And was given a 20% chance to live, assuming he continued with his chemotherapy treatments. During his November 18, 2005 interview on WrestleCrap Radio, Tenta announced that the recent radiation dosage did not go as planned and had no effect on the tumor. He also announced that multiple tumors had spread to his lungs. And unfortunately he, he did live on for two more years, but on June seventh of two thousand six, Tenta died of bladder cancer at the age of forty two. It's incredibly young. Wow. Ugh, almost really all, a, of almost all of almost so all of us are older than that now. Yeah, it's really painful. 42? Really painful to go. Yeah, forty two. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking um, young. Yeah, and, 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 and it's kinda and it's kinda rough because he had lost so much weight. I think he was trying to get to a position where he was being better with his body and um it always seems like it makes me so want to go scary. like,
2: like, start an anorexia diet immediately. And, like,
1: I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, like... I know this sounds silly or whatever, but like, it makes me, it, it, if you makes me want to be healthy, well, yeah, that, but not even that. Like, it, I don't know if they tell the story ever. I, I haven't read it anywhere, but like, you know, if you have any pain or difference in the color of your urine or whatever, go to the goddamn doctor. Oh, yeah. Like, you know For what sure. I mean? It's like, I get it, and even if you don't have medical insurance, man, figure it out. Like because there's so many signs sometimes, like when your body's trying to tell you, and then you don't diagnose it for years later, and then you're done, like because it's already spread or whatever. And I'm not suggesting that John Cena or John Cena, John Tenta, (laughs) John Cena. (laughs) um, I'm not suggesting that John Tenta (laughs) got the diagnosis from his doctor and didn't listen to it. I'm just saying, like you know, did, he, might have, he pre- might have been late had on bladder cancer. Out. Maybe he had symptoms before and he had no idea. And he's like, "Oh, my urine's really dark. I have no. I maybe I ate something bad or whatever." And it's like you you hear all these stories about people who like had they, signs and they did you, it you know. every, you time, you every time every time I pee I pee blood. Tomorrow.
2: Like, is that is that a, is that problematic?
0: Oh, it'll be fine. I just hit the mat too hard. I got I got three shows in two days. I can't miss them. Right, I, and they can't. They
1: they yeah, you know, yeah. I got to wrestle. And they can't miss them. Yeah, yeah, can't miss them a little yeah, pain yeah. Uh, i'm a little heavy i think i pulled my hammy or you know what i mean it's like you don't know and like you I, and i'm not suggesting that that's what fenta experienced, but just get yourself checked like it's it's 42 yeah, that, years that old would, it's ridiculous that would never, like it's crazy that Would never
0: happen with the physicals they do today they would be oh, yeah. like yep you're gonna go now. to the doctor that's yeah 42
1: yeah. years old i'm 46
0: Man. yeah exactly so it's, it's crazy to think about um it's unreal yeah. What's even crazier is I don't believe he's a Hall of Famer. Is that am I wrong? On that?
1: Uh he is not. I don't no, believe he no, is. I don't think he is. Nope. I
0: think I think that's I think that's uh not shameful, but I think it's due. It's you know if you look at
1: other people, people that have been put in the Hall of Fame, why not? Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad something. way at all. I mean like he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. But if you
0: look if you look at yeah. his there's certain people that like
2: you know, I mean everyone throws out like Coco Beware and Nikolai Volkov and whatever and like they're big parts. Guys, yeah. Well, but like, they're like, a lot of people look at, like, you know, Coco and Nikolai and, like, you know, those guys is like, oh, well, they never won a really. title. They didn't do this. What they were a part of
1: was the
2: biggest boom in wrestling
1: history. Yeah.
2: And, like, you have to, like. And Tenta was part
1: of the, the late 80s, early and 90s, which was the end of it, but Tenta he was still was part of, of a big, yeah.
2: You know, Tete was like—I mean, early '90s, like, like end of the song. Earthquake cause... was a big goddamn deal. Yeah, yeah it was. Like, like, you know, we should we we should remember those those periods, like of like. I mean, the, Hogan yeah, they, got they, they Hogan got hundreds of thousands were, of
0: letters. Joe Hogan got yeah, hundreds they were, of thousands they of letters.
2: A, they weren't a champion, but like they they contributed to the story.
1: Yeah,
0: and
2: I think that's the biggest thing is like they contributed to the story. Colgan was the story, their influence on the story was a big deal.
1: Yeah, great. I think
2: that's a huge thing. I am the story,
1: brother. You're right, you are the story. (laughs) Dave, you got uh John Tenta. Unfortunately, he passed at 42, and that's not fun. But, like, uh, hey, we know he's an unsung hero, you know, when you talk about like his amateur stuff or whatever. And uh, even the SWF Japan fight, wrestling. SWS fight that he got into is pretty crazy. He was a legit tough guy. And, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of people like Check Haku. Check that out on
0: YouTube. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty there's interesting. There's a lot of
1: people stuff. like Haku and rightfully so that, oh, yeah, you know, sure. tough guys or whatever. But like John Tenton, nobody talks about but he was a big.
0: Because he because he, he was a softy, really. And he definitely cooperated with anybody who's there. And I don't believe, given that move that he would do and crush your chest in the middle of the ring, he never really hurt anyone. I mean, yeah. No, he didn't. He was very anything. safe when you yeah. watched him. He's an incredible oh. athlete to be able to carry oh, yeah. that much weight and sit on your chest and not kill you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing. Uh, for audio fans, give Thank us a Thank you, list John on... Tenta. Thank you, John yes. Tenta. Yeah. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Canadian Apple podcast, comments. or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you give us a follow on Instagram at OWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast? For Joe, Cuz, Jess, and myself, this is the OWP signing off. Have a good, good one. one. We'll be